eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. All right, let's dabble down to the minor leagues and talk about some of the prospects in that system. Yarlin Susana pitched last evening and threw probably his best outing yet as a national Four innings of one hit, one run ball, walked one and struck out six. I talked a lot about him a couple pods ago. Um, Darius, do you remember which, did it say something about Susana in the headline if people want to go grab it? Um would have been my trip down to Fredericksburg. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I believe that was the title of the podcast. Okay. A, a trip to Fredericksburg. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah you guys want to go check that out. So I sat um, near one of the folks with the Nationals and kind of eavesdropped and looked over their shoulder at some of the, uh, the readings they were getting. And I mean, he was routinely sitting 101, 102, and he touched 103, and he's done that in all of his starts. But the dude's just massive. Four innings, one hit, one run, six Ks. Really, really exciting. Uh, in that game, uh, a couple of other notables – um, TJ White, who's a teenager, who's one of the younger players at the beginning of the year in that league, was one for five with a run and two batted in. And congrats to the Fred Nats, who have been trying to punch their ticket to the playoffs in the second half. Uh, they did so. So they are they are postseason bound, uh, which is really, really cool. But that was episode 33. Episode 33? Episode 33. Go. Go back and that. Uh, what do you think, though, Danny? Four innings of six punchy ball with just a hit and a run for Susana. The the results, to me, are, are always going to fluctuate, you know, whether it's you don't have great defense behind him or some of the analytics. If, if he's getting barreled, you know, that's that's something to, to look for and indicate. But as he starts to grow and mature and and deal with some of the adversity that's bound to happen, is the stuff still playing? Is is he, you know, kind of kind of continuing to tweak and simplify? And, and it's exciting, man. It Again, the, the guy, prospects like this just don't come along. They just don't make guys this big that throw that hard that easily. All Everybody throws hard now, but most of these dudes are – lab built you know they've got the the same set of um incredible cameras and resistance bands and all the technology and otherwise this is just a big raw natural hard throwing sob and it's really really cool to see him have any kind of success at this point right i mean you think about these dudes that haven't really been doing this for that long 
you know, you think of um, on you and I love Hard Knocks on on HBO. The the guy that picked up football like six weeks ago and is trying to make the Detroit Lions as a left tackle. That kind of stuff. It's just remarkable that people can have that much natural ability, and you're catching one now as as a teenager. It's amazing. Mitchell Parker, who I think is one of the most underrated prospects in the Nat system, you know, according to some of the national pundits. Uh, he is interesting. So he went to San Jack, which is the JUCO in uh, Texas, where Jackson Rutledge was drafted in the first round. The Nationals drafted him in the fifth round in 2020 during the pandemic year with the 153rd pick, and I'm pretty sure that was a five-round draft, so they got him right there at the end of that draft. But he has had an outstanding season statistically. His ERA is 2.88 in 24 starts. He's pitched in 100 innings, and he struck out 117 batters. A couple of issues for the 22-year-old. He's a left-handed 22-year-old. Number one, he's done it all year long at A-plus ball in Wilmington. I have referenced this on the show. I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but I always get frustrated by how methodically the Nats move their arms through the system. I, I just don't get that. Like He was so dominant for such a long stretch in A-plus ball. It's, it's fairly egregious to me uh, that he is still where he is, to be honest, in that you know, he made four starts in April and pitched to a two ERA and then three more starts in May and pitched to a two and a half and then six more st- starts in June and in 27 innings had a 1.65 ERA. So for three straight months, his earned run average was basically under two in a plus ball. Then in July, he made four starts and had a .4. I mean, at, at some point, if you don't get promoted, I feel like it could be mentally taxing, right? You're like, what in the hell do I have to do? So not surprisingly, in August, he got shelled. Uh, in a couple of starts and in five outings, he had an ERA over eight. So that really makes his season numbers, which otherwise would be video game level, look just a little bit more like good than spectacular with a 2.8 ERA and the 117 Ks in 100 innings. But I will say, and, and this is I'm sure what the Nats would say, they'll always tell you, oh, he's got this to work on and that to work on. He walks way too many batters. That was going to be the point I brought up. And it, it's it's a problem. I mean, it, frankly, it's, it is a, it's a legitimate thing. It's a big deal. He's got 67 walks this season uh, in what is 100 innings. So you'd have to do the math better than me. Six bases on balls per nine. Six per nine is is not okay. Um, that's about three more than you're comfortable with. Probably four or three and a half more than you'd prefer, than is ideal. And so that's, that's going to determine whether you can start or you're a reliever, or frankly, whether you're a good big leaguer or you're not. He just has to lower that number. But he gets swings and misses. He's been dominant for most of the year at A-plus ball. So those are good signs. Clearly. And I, the- I don't know if I mentioned real quick his line last night. The whole mm-hmm. reason I'm talking about it, I'm sorry. Four innings, scoreless, five strikeouts, allowed four hits. Clearly he's got stuff, as you said. More than uh, a strikeout per inning, 10.5 per nine. That The stuff is absolutely it plays, but it's the walk rate. And I think that's probably what the Nats would tell you. I would say, cool, he's dominating this level despite – getting away with some of these things. What's he learning? That he can still get away with these things? Let's promote him and have him get knocked around a little bit. Let's have some people at at double A say, hey, if you want to walk me, now you know you have to come into the next guy and, and you'll you'll have some crooked numbers against you. Sort of force him to adjust. But to your point, his whip is 1.4, which again, as you said, too high. And it's because of that walk rate that, that's got to come down. But you know, it can be one of those things where They're so rigid, it seems like, in terms of their metrics and milestones for some guys that you simply have to meet, otherwise you're not moving up. And it's, to me, you know, 24 starts down at high A ball for a guy that, you know, had to get shelled a couple times to get his ERA up to 2.88. 
seems like high time this guy gets promoted. Again, if he was 15, if 15, if he was 17, 18 years old, okay, that's fine. He's 22. He's not, you know, he's not a senior citizen, but he's also not the youngest dude on the ranch. Let's put him up in double A here. Yeah, I just, it's a constant frustration for me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Robert Hassel, Bobby Barrels, 21-year-old, one of the centerpieces in the Padres trade. So he did hit his first home run in the system within the last week, which is good. Only home run he's hit since coming over, and he's got 11 on the year. There's going to be some question about power. I had a good conversation with him. I think I mentioned on the podcast where he's very, very confident in how much power he'll hit for moving forward as he fills out and gets thicker. Uh, he's got 23 steals. He can play defense. So really, if, if he only is a 20-homer bat, he could still be a really good big leaguer. And I think most of the people I talk to think he's kind of a 20-homer ADRBI 2025 steel outfielder who can still help you a whole lot. And if he hits close to 300, which is the expectation, he could be a a really good big leaguer. But I wanted to point out that after what was a a really treacherous kind of stretch of offense after the trade, he seems to have dug out of that. He's seven for his last 24, hitting about 292 in September in in six games in double A ball uh, since being bumped up with an 828 OPS. So, he had a couple of walks and a double yesterday. He's been driving the ball a little bit more often with extra base hits. All really good signs to close out the year for Hassel. I know I sound like a broken record, but that's what this game is, especially for developing players. It's a game of adjustments where you hike up a level, you go as a 20-year-old up to double A. That's grown-ups now. That's no longer kids working on this or that other thing. Those, those are guys that are trying to knock on the door of the major leagues. That's that's a grown men's league right there. So you're, there's going to be adversity. There's going to be these guys have, have better stuff. They know where it's going. They're going to pitch you much more carefully and, and in tune, and you've got to rise to that challenge, figure out what they're doing, counteract it. And it sounds like he's doing that. If you don't have the aptitude, you're, and you're someone like me that's talking about the sport, you can never adjust. There's You have no trick in the bag. That guy does. He can put the barrel in the baseball, and uh, it's good to see him pick it up a little bit. There's some uh, good accounts out there now that follow the Nats minor league system pretty well. I really like a Twitter account called at Nats Farm. I think they've done a, a really good job. Love that account so much. It's so good, they right? They do great, yeah. Uh, they do like these graphics um, where they post after at the end of each day, like which teams, uh, like what players did at each level with some pictures and stuff. And uh, if you haven't checked them out and you're trying to keep up with the minor league system, it's worth it. And my interactions with them have always been very positive and uh, they seem very pleasant. So worth uh, checking out at Nat's Farm on Twitter if, you, if you're looking for um, – you know, an account to uh, to follow, and we can, you know, we'll, we'll give them more out as we go, uh, some of the accounts that we uh, like a whole lot um, for Nats content. Anything else that we got to do here before we get out of uh, this episode of Bustin' Loose Baseball? Unfortunately, it looks like JoJo didn't make it through five, so that's, that sucks. Yeah, hopefully yeah. they pull this off 4-4 game right now, but 
you guys are listening probably some random day, like four days from now. So. <laughs> what are these guys talking about? They disregard all. <laughs> they rang on the this bell for from, an hour. What is going on? Yeah. I'll ring the bell every time we mention the <laughs> game going on right now. I just wanted to follow up because you had mentioned earlier. You oh no, like, no, I'm not blaming you. Hopefully, Why'd you blame Darius? I'm the one that kept bringing up the game that was going on while we were taping. Well, it's distracting. Podcast. Thompson steps off, grabs the uh, yeah. rosin bag. Alec Burleson. Right now, Alec Burleson staring at his two tone bat. By the way, he looks like a bad guy in like Rookie of the Year or some movie <laughs> where some kid has to pitch to him. He just looks like a jerk, doesn't he? I mean, not not in a mean way, but just like a the the, the yeah, final he, scene. Yeah, it looks like a, a kid movie. a kid's baseball movie villain. Yeah, he's gonna like I hit a bomb you. off Mason Thompson. I still don't get why Mason Thompson wasn't in the major leagues all year. For the record, he had an, I think he had options and they needed some roster moves. I yeah, that's, I would have kept him up, but that, I'm just that was definitely kind of what they did. But like for for Erasmo Ramirez, is that what we're talking about? That's what they were talking about. ERA in 12 appearances, so it's, it's been good to see him in the show. Uh, 97, inner half right there, by the way. Also, the Cesar Hernandez home run, Kevin Franzen's reaction was priceless. He could he just couldn't Crushed believe it. it. He couldn't believe that they fi- that he finally hit a home run. He got one so fired perfect. up for him. Because he knows you know what, what how much he's been getting worn out in the clubhouse by all the dudes, too. You know that that's been crazy for him. All right, one more pitch for you. Fastball swung on in mid. Ah, foul tip. Oh, foul ball left field. Mm. That's your reminder the broadcaster should be in the ballpark. That's right. <laughs> also, how is anyone hitting? Like, the shadows kind of suck right now. Oh, it's terrible. Right? People don't understand how hard I that mean, is. I mean, like, seriously, look at these shadows right yeah. now. I can barely even see home plate. Now, in fairness, we're, we're looking at, like, a dark TV that's pretty awful. But remember that? Games, remember the playoff game that was here? When yeah. actually, when Adam Wainwright started, and yep. it was like that four forty six p.m. in like October, uh, Scherzer and and Wainwright made it impossible. And Adam Eaton, who we talked to, you know, I can't remember when we talked to him. Some some, some point after that game, was basically like, I had no idea what was coming. I couldn't see at all. <laughs> I went full Costanza. He had thrown me. You know, every time I'd guessed on something, I'd I'd been wrong. I guessed, and then quite literally looked for the exact right. opposite. That was and then, in St. Louis. It was yeah. in St. Louis, and then hit that huge double to extend the lead. All right, uh, let's play a quick game. If you guys get the answer right, I'll ding the bell. All right? Who leads the Nationals in home runs this year? Lane Juan Soto. Oh, Juan Soto is the answer with 21. Right. Who leads the Nationals in strikeouts this year? Pitching or hitting? Hitting. Uh, Michael Franco. Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Wow. All right. Who leads the Nationals in on base percentage this year? Juan Soto. Uh, that was a dumb question. I think we've reached the end of the road here. Yep. Busting loose baseball, ladies and gentlemen. We're back at it early next week. Thanks for listening. And uh, rate and subscribe and review and, and say nice things. Yeah, pretty much what you do. Find us Apple Pods, Google Play Store, uh, Spotify, Odyssey app. Easy to find us. Rate, review, subscribe. You say something nice about us, we'll talk about it on the show. There we are. Hey, mediocre episode in the books. Here we go. 34, got your chest hair out. 34.